For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It was your fault, Zach. It was your. <laughs> it was definitely Mike's fault. We all know that. All right. Um. Okay. Sorry. We're back. This is part two. The the exciting conclusion. The crafty Catwoman. Um. Anyway. All right. So. <laughs> uh, well, Anthony was making some very good points, which I got mad about and just stopped the show. No, but you're, <laughs> the points you're making were. <laughs> they were excellent, and you're right. And and listen, and I agree with. And as what you're, what you're saying is exactly what I've been saying to my buddies who've been calling up. But there is this still, you can't you can't. Sometimes people just forget, like in all the logic that we have, like there is a perception is reality. There aspect is yes, yes to this whole thing. And for fans in Philadelphia, Flyers fans, yeah. when you trade away rough, you know, and tumble like heart and soul type guys, you know that there's a you have to, you have to convince them that it's worth it to do it. You know, like it has to be more than just like Niskanen is pretty much the same defensively as good as that's not good enough. You know, like there's like a, yeah, it's not getting Chris Pronger. Right. Right. I mean, there's obvious things where you can say, okay, this is no question about it type stuff, but these are, I mean, people were pissed at Simmons. And even though like he went on to Nashville and did nothing, they were still angry about it because, you know, well, people talking reports saying, Hey, maybe he comes back on a contract. I'm like, mm. No, I, mean, I think that I think that ship has sailed, and it's like you know, it's not. But 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 there's also an element of this, like what they're the the coaching staff they're putting together with this group of players is fascinating to me. Like, because this this coaching staff is not. This is a pretty rough and tumble coaching staff, so they really are going to have to get. I mean, these these all these coaches like to play physical hockey, and right now, you know. That's the right now. The Flyers are not a physical. Are not physical. They, I'm not saying they can't find somebody or can't go out there. And Cultural mindset, everything else. I mean, there's some. There are players on this team that do like to engage. But again, yeah. who is it going to be? I mean, Travis Konechny. You don't. You want. You want a little bit of edge. But again, at his size, you got to be careful with that. Um, Robert Haig, like it, it certainly is turned to court in terms of being likely the physical replacement for Radko Gudis on the blue line in terms of the guy you look towards for yeah. for hits yeah. and physicality. Right. Um, in that respect, but there has to be other sandpaper guys in there. Ryan Hartman's basically a third to fourth liner, but again, he's going to be hitting people. But again, how much what their view is on him in terms of the kind of role he's going to have? They are going to need guys in here, whether they come up in the come up or guys they acquire this offseason through free agency. There's going to have to be that sort of understanding that you're right. going to need that attitude in the lineup. There has to be, and, 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 and they don't have the – I mean, the guys in their system, they've got some skilled players. I mean, Morgan Frost is is definitely another, like, tough edge nose player, right? Like, he's, but but he's again, a, a lot like Travis Konechny in a lot of ways. Like mm -hmm. that, And, you know, maybe, you know, with more <laughs> offensive upside. But, like, with, similar – With really good playmaking ability. Yeah, yeah I mean, but Konechny, you know, Konechny plays, like – like he's never, you know, like he doesn't understand what pain is, you know, like that's like, right. that's, that's something you don't have players on this team. that are doing that very much. Giroux used to do it, but obviously doesn't do it anymore. You know, and, and Matt, you know what the thing is, and Anthony's right in his assessment and you're right in yours. And that's why I was talking like a yeah. fan. Cause I hear what fans say too. But if we look now, we don't know what else is coming, but 
fans are very unforgiving these days with the Flyers with the benefit of the doubt thing because that's what oh, they yeah. buy into that. They've lost but, a decade. They've lost. They've lost close to a decade at this point. Now. They have, they've lost a decade, and it was and they, and they've had some talent in that decade. It hasn't right. been like this. Hasn't been a team that's been like tanking. You know, but this I mean? is the challenge. This is the challenge right now. You still have to wait for guys coming because I don't believe in rushing anybody that we just talked about who could play for the team. And you did it with Carter Hart and it worked. It's not going to work for everybody. And even right. Carter Hart in his second year, we don't know if they'll be. Yeah, we don't know if it's worked yet. We don't, right. we don't, we don't know. Right. I mean, and, and, and you know, you're sitting there and I'm watching Bennington and everyone's like, you know, right. Bennington well, is, has has, is a lot older than Carter Hart. I kept telling people that. There's like a rookie, rookie. No, they're very different. They're right. Not. No, they are different. But the at the end of the day, though, this team right now, until we know what they do, is less talented than they were two years ago. Well, to take it to other organizations, Peter, with Winnipeg, I mean, we know that there's, there are going to be players that are not going to be brought back or pay, players are going to be traded because of cap considerations. Yeah. The, the, you know, I know Toronto, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but with, with Winnipeg, you know, is Veselainen ready? Is Logan Stanley ready to move up to the NHL? Is Sammy Niku ready to take on yeah. a top four role? All these things factor into what Shevel Dayoff is going to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we also, I don't know if you guys saw, but Custance had a big thing after talking to Chevy, Iserman, Overhart, Antrub, and the Athletic yesterday. I think I thought it was kind of neat because it basically summarized half the stuff that's been said here, which is kind of fun. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting, it's an interesting dance, but the, the, the most important part of it, I think that I took away from it, and I do appreciate him consolidating it all and actually having those conversations because no one else from the athletic, um, or Winnipeg media has been able to get a hold of shovel day off. So right. that, that was a nice thing. And it seems that they have, they're dancing to the same song right now. And that's kind of important in this, this thing. Um, if there's going to be a good return for Truba, Chevy needs to be working with Overheart. They need to have the same sort of end game goal here for him. Right. Like, because right. the worst possible thing that could happen to the Jets is someone offers Truba a one year, $8 million deal. And he, re he accepts it on an offer sheet. And the Jets are done. That's right. they can't trade them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, that's, that's the play. If you, if you had a grudge against Kevin, Kevin Shevel day off, that's the play you make. Sure. I don't think anybody's going to yeah. do that, but, but there, I still think while he is shopping them, if he doesn't get the right deal, he's going to end up keeping them. Yeah, I, I think he will. I think because yeah. that, that's, Chev, that's, that's been always Chevy's MO, right? I mean, he's not like yeah. he, Chevy never has given away anybody for nothing. No. Yeah, and 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 taking that you know, that situation in terms of Toronto, I mean, we know that one of the things that Kyle Dubas is going to fall back on is promoting from within. He, you know, that they have players with the Marlies who they think are on the cusp of being ready for the NHL. Um, you know, a guy like and, and talking about it as a role player, a guy like Mason Marchment, the son of Brian Marchment, had a really good year in the American Hockey League. He's a big body. He's he can play up and down the up and down the lineup in the AHL. Now he may be a fourth liner in the league, but the Leafs, other than Zach Hyman, Nazem Kadri, and Jake Muzzin were pushed around by the Bruins. So, you know, if you bring in Marchman as a fourth liner, if you bring in guys like Pierre Engvall and Trevor Moore uh, up front, if you bring in uh, maybe Lilligren or Sandin, but that might be too early, you know, they're, they're, they're going to want to promote from within, but they can't do 
all of what they want to do just by promoting from within. They're going to have to look outside the organization in trades and make low price free agents to make them more of a tough out in the playoffs. Because if they continue to go down the road that they're going, they're going to get eliminated by Boston or Tampa Bay every single friggin' year. Yeah, Mike, how's Marchman's kneeing game? He's he's not his dad. He oh. is not. In fact, in fact, Russ, he's a he's like a big Darcy Tucker. He's more oh, of a, wow. he's more of an antagonist, and yeah. we'll drop the gloves and play be physical if he needs to be. But he's not he's not a cheap shot artist. Okay, Darcy Tucker was swell, by the way, back in the day. I mean, <laughs> right. oh, yeah, I'm sure he was really loved in New on, on Long Island. He took out Mike Pekka's knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> memories. I remember him, him and Mar him and Marchment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that yeah, I mean, I just got a text from somebody else who's like, yeah, you you know, who actually is within the Flyers organization and says to me that yeah, Kevin Hayes had twelve penalty minutes last year. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I got no, it. But 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 and, look, and th this is not. I'm not saying again. Like this is what you have. Not to do. a wallflower either. He actually, there yeah. are guys that can make plays and use their body. Now he's not a physical guy. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. he's not a wallflower just because he has 12 minutes. That, well, no, but I do think that this increases the possibilities of them going after Kadri. And I think that, 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 that that's what that's what I keep thinking about. You well, know? I'll give you another player. If you want another player, if if let's say Vancouver does go after Shane Gostaspear, I think Jake Vertanen would be a guy that the Flyers would be after. Well, yeah. I'm going to be a little more involved in that deal. Oh, oh, would be oh yeah. That would be the main piece. Yeah. Well, let, 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 let me be more. Let me get your feedback on this, Peter, because uh, Drager reported yesterday that uh, uh, Nikita Zaitsev has drawn interest from both Vancouver and Edmonton. Um, in the in an Edmonton scenario, I, I could see a Zaitsev and Connor Brown deal. Remember, Connor Brown played with McDavid. Uh, they're desperate for wingers. Connor, Connor Brown played with McDavid and Erie. Uh, he's a much better player than the year that he had last year. The Leafs might need to move him out because of cap considerations. Um, but I look at the I look at the Oilers, and I'm not saying it's going to be a, a one for one or a two for one. But the I mean. Guys like Matt Benning and Chris Russell mm -hmm. and and Adam Larson don't move the needle for the Leafs. No. If 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 Kyle Dubas is targeting somebody on the Edmonton Oilers, it's going to be a former Sioux Greyhound in the by the name of Darnell Nurse, and it may, it may be more it obviously going to be more than Zaitsev, in the deal, but it's good. I I can't see them making a deal with Edmonton if it, if if a guy like Nurse is not part of it. No, I, I mean I, 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 you know how this ends, Mike. Is that Louis Erickson becomes an oiler, Lucic becomes a becomes a a Canuck, yeah. and you know what the the, 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 Leafs, the Leafs get a draft pick for Zaitsev, and they're the ones who win the trade. <laughs> that's how this ends, and you I should actually, actually think, be hoping that's what happens. Well, I actually think Zaitsev is Zaitsev has suitors. I was shocked. I mean, I, 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 I from the impression I get from like hanging out with Micah that Zaitsev's not that good of a player, but like the, the no, reality is no, no, no. he's never said that. And well, I, I, I never said that, but I but like I know for the money and all that stuff, but it's like he actually does have a lot of people who believe him. Ken Holland wanted him when he was coming from the KHL, so that that reflects the 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 interest from Edmonton. But the Vancouver thing, again, I again, Peter, I go back to Flyers did too by the way once upon a time and they were right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I go back. I go back to the well, tra the well tra traveled rumor. If you if you look at Vancouver wanting to change their blue line and having interest in Zaitsev, I could see Chris Tanev being in that deal because the cap hits are about the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be yeah, a good, they want to move on. I mean, both teams. Look, 
what the Leafs get out of Tanev in a short-term thing within this year could be enough to make it a difference. And then, you know, you see how healthy he is. Maybe, maybe they shelter him a little bit and how he's used. I don't think you can change how Chris Tanev plays hockey at this point. Right. You're not going to, you're not going to stop him from doing some of the things that make him Chris Tanev that also cause a lot of injuries, Yeah, but he's a massive upgrade. Yeah. yeah, and and it's it, it's not locking up four more years of term. Yeah, it them, it, it's it's a short term attempt to do something. I just yeah. don't know if it's going to be enough to totally move the needle the way the Leafs need to move it. Yeah, right. but it could come in other ways. It could be part of one one of many. Things. Right, but what it also what it also does is it opens up space down the line for it, them either trying to resign Gardner, which I still don't think is going to happen, or extending Muzzin. Which he's up for, he's up after next year, and I yeah. think they want to do that. So that by clear by by trading Zaitsev for a short term, I think that's a possibility. Okay, we got to be. I know some people have to leave at noon. May I'll have to leave at noon actually too. But I, so I wanted to real quickly, and we'll get into more rumors tomorrow. I'm not tomorrow, but at very soon on Monday. I keep forgetting what day of the week it is, guys. I'm sorry, I'm losing okay. my mind. Um, uh, over the weekend, I wouldn't be shocked if we actually end up doing something too, because. There's okay. just this weekend. I'm just I'm hunkered down in my office all weekend, so it might as well not be a weekend. So let's. A, just, note, um, a, note, a note here: when we were just talking about Louis Erickson from J.P. Barry, care, uh, care of uh, Rick Dalawal of, of Sportsnet. Uh, J.P. Barry on Louis Erickson. We will work with the Canucks and look at all all the options that come to the table. Meaning, <laughs> I wonder, does that mean buyout? Does that mean trade to Edmonton? I mean, that means either trade them or buy them out, but yeah. there's, no, there's not really no other options. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, they, they, <laughs> there's not going to be tons of options for Louis Erickson. So um, the one thing I wanted to discuss um, was like, and I just thought I'd give you, I just thought it was a cool insight and just a cool feeling like going on the ice after a game and Russ and I both did it, you know, on the ice after the Stanley cup game and just how interesting it is because it's a, it's a, you know, we've all, you know, well, you know, people in this room, people on this chat, what was that? No, no people and people we've all been in locker, you know, all of us in the, I've been in locker rooms in, in this chat. So we all understand that, um, that what that's like, and you always feel a little bit awkward talking to a player. You always feel like you're, you know, it's your job. They know it's your job. It's all cool. But there's a, definitely that, like, uh, you know, if a guy just had a bad game or whatever, the, and, and they look at you like, you know, they definitely don't want to see you. Mm -hmm. When you go on the ice after a team wins the Stanley Cup, you don't exist to them. You know, this, the strangest thing to me that's really fascinating is, like, you can walk around, and it's the coolest thing because you really do get to see them in their actual state of euphoria, just happy to be there. And they really, they're not looking, they're not looking at you. They don't care about you. They don't, they, you know, and you really feel, you still feel weird talking to them. And I, you know, especially right away, you definitely have to let the players have their own like celebration and then wait to talk to them. Um, because, you know, you don't want to just jump in. Like, I think that's because like the first thing I was going, I go on the ice and I find Braden Shen like skating around. He comes over to me and he's like, have you seen my family? And I'm like, cause you know, we've known each other from Philadelphia. And I'm like, no, I haven't, I haven't seen him yet. So he was looking for his family. And I got to see the moment when he actually found like Luke Shen and a couple other people that were there. And it was such a, it was such an amazing thing to see like that complete and other joy. And you really feel like you are like a fly on the wall in, on, mm -hmm. on the ice. And it's, it's so strange. You would think you feel so exposed, but it's like, it's absolutely exactly the opposite. You know, that there's like this fly on the wall feeling, you know what I mean, Russ? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely do know what you mean. And I was very careful about who I spoke to yeah. and when, and cause I, don't want to sort of do that either. And you don't want to, it's such a wonderful moment. You just are like, I don't want to screw this up for them. Right. You obviously have a job. Do you have to talk to them. 
But the younger guys do want to talk to you. Some of yeah, the yeah, yeah. Guys. And there's also guys like you know, like Delzato skating around like on the ice, like you know, like the yeah. good guys who you know no one's talking to. But <laughs> because you know, I mean, they really weren't a factor in the series or anything that you know, or even for the team. But like the whole, but the, what I love about it is like this crazy feeling of like you almost feel like you're invisible, and you feel like you can and you can go in and you can just share these moments with these guys and see what's happening, and eventually talk to them. But it's such a it's such a unique perspective that I don't I think that one of the like biggest bonuses of what it is that we do when you get a chance to do this is like just it's one of the coolest moments that I've ever had like to be to be out there and and just to just obviously it the hockey fan and music site i mean you're on the ice with the stanley cup for crying out loud that can't get you can't get around that you know you can try to be a professional as you want to be you're on the ice with the stanley cup we all are hockey fans you know but well, just you, to I'll be able to, to go along with that, Nick, um i saw craig campbell from the hall of fame i hadn't seen him in a few years we're, we're pretty good buddies we were talking like we were at a party and the stanley cup was there right and we both yeah. sort of laughed at, yeah. about that and and so that was that was interesting. And I also ran into Andy Cohen, the guy who's on Bravo TV with all the Real Housewives shows and all that. Yeah. And I've been the only one that noticed them. I do watch the Real Housewives of New Jersey because I know someone that lived in that neighborhood. Is it a relation, Russ? No. Uh, but I did flash my my lanyard and said, "Hey, for a Cohen, can I get an interview?" And he laughed and he goes, <laughs> yeah. "Sure." And and the minute I was done with the interview, though, he went right to the Stanley Cup like a fan yeah. and started taking pictures. And that's when I got a picture of him watching the Stanley Cup. And that, you know, that is a cool moment because this is a guy who's pretty popular, has a yeah. lot of money. But at the end of the day, he's a fan. He's been a fan of St. Louis forever. Yeah. And now this is his moment, too. No, I mean, like Keith Kachuk wandering around, you know, it comes yeah. up to me and like, he's like, I remember when I was trying to figure out who the hell you were during the lockout, you know, or like, you know, stuff like just like, yeah. and then, you know, other I stuff like Keith too. I did. Yeah. You know, and, and just, and then like Andy Strickland come up to me and like being like, Hey man, thanks for giving me my first job. I'm so appreciative. I can't believe I'm you yeah. know, doing this. It's awesome. I, you know, thanks for believing in me. Would you take a picture of me and Doug Armstrong? So I take a picture yeah, yeah. of Andy Strickland and Doug Armstrong. It's just like, the whole thing is like, it's really incredibly special and um, and it's just, it's rare that we get a chance. Like, and it really does, I think, say something to like hockey players as athletes versus other athletes, how they just, they don't big time you in this moment at all. And they just allow it to be, you know, they allow you in it, into it. And it's, and they don't care that you're there. And I well, think I, that, I can give you the exact opposite of that. So apparently with the NBA last night, Kawhi Leonard, let it slip and said, well, with this championship, Toronto has something to build on. And then he goes, oh, I need something that they can build on, right. They can build on. Then he goes, we, after that, no hockey player who's the possible impending UFA would ever do that. Never, yeah. ever, ever. No, that's bye. absolutely true. Unfortunately. <laughs> bye. You yeah. know what? He's gone and that's okay. That was yeah, no, one they, of the greatest. No, what he needed to do. He delivered what they needed. So yeah. He, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and yeah. it, it, it's very different. It's just like, it is like the strangest dynamic. They, they will build a statue of him. Oh, that's sure. Like, and, and, yeah. and deservedly so. And then yeah, Bill I mean, will steal it and bring it to Buffalo the same way that the Canadian band stole the Thurman Thomas statue and brought it to Toronto. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, Russ, there, there is, there, there is a statue of Tim Horton in uh, Maple Leaf Square at Legends Row, but there's also a t statue of Tim Horton in Buffalo. It just happens to be across the street from a Tim Horton's Donuts. 
you know, um, some people said that I should put some pictures. I, there are some pictures on my Instagram of this stuff that I did on the ice. Um, and just yeah, and I put some pictures <coughs> and photos. It's, it's like all of that stuff. All that stuff to me is like you know, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. But the me, I just I wish I could share with all of you out there watching this, or that any hockey fan could get a chance to experience this. It really is like we are lucky in so many ways to get yeah. to cover this game and do this mm -hmm. for a living. For sure. I mean, there is no doubt that we drew a good card, you know, oh, yeah. and I feel like I feel so thrilled about that. And I, and I have to say, it's like, you know, I, I really, you know, I, I envy you, you guys who have been able to go to the cup finals and be on the ice at the, at the end of it. I mean, I had a little bit of a taste of that with, uh, with the, with the Marlies when they won the yeah. Calder cup last year. And, you know, that was sort of meaningful for me because I'd covered the team for six years. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, you know, I, the thing is, when they were on the ice and it was 8,000, 9,000 screaming fans, we're interviewing players. We couldn't hear them. I could not hear them. I, I had to listen yeah. afterward yeah. To, to my my tape recorder or to my uh, phone because yeah. I didn't know what they were saying. It was awesome, you know. And in this and in this situation, you know, there were about I don't know five hundred Blues fans. I'd say um, that's fair, and they were making a lot of. And they were, and they were, yeah. through, and I've been yeah. in this situation many times because most of the Stanley Cups that I've seen won in the last fourteen years have been on the road. So I've seen like yeah. you get those people, um, and I don't know what that says about the pressure. I think it just says a lot about the pressure on a home team. Well, but I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you sort of a a, a two sided uh, feeling of other fan bases when it came to the Blues winning. I got a general impression from Toronto fans that they were genuinely happy for Tyler Bozak and to a lesser extent, Carl Gunnarsson and Alex Dean simply because they were traded a long time ago, but three X Leafs who won the Stanley cup, especially Bozak who, you know, he didn't leave with any kind of negative uh, aspect. He, you know, yeah. Tavares was coming in. They weren't going to re-sign him. He right. was going to go someplace else. And they, I think everybody was genuinely happy for him. Now, I'm not saying that there were not people in Buffalo happy for Ryan O'Reilly, but it put when Ryan O'Reilly wins the Conn Smythe and played the way he did in the playoffs, and the Sabres got a such a pitiful return in that deal, and it turned out to be a pitiful return because Berglund walked away. They're they're possibly going to buy out Sabotka and Tage Thompson. It could be a decent player, but they didn't get the return for a yeah. guy who ended up winning the Conn Smythe. That put more pressure on the Sabres organization yeah. and Mason Botterill afterward to say, okay, you can't make any mistakes this summer because that was a big whopper that you made. Right. Yeah. And here's I, the one other thing, and before we go to the quotes here, the one other thing I wanted to say about this, because just to finish my thought, like we are really lucky, and then and, but it is still a job and it is still work, you know, and it is still, and, and, you know, and it's easy to forget how lucky we are sometimes, but the, you do when you're on the ice of the Stanley Cup realize how lucky you are. And it does, it does, it, you can't help but understand that this is like a hell of a job and a lot. Yeah. And I, I so much wish that all you guys read us and watch us out there. Could experience. And the one thing it's cool to hear that act because, you know, last night, basically all of Canada was glued to the TV watching the Raptors Yeah, and you realize how utterly awkward the NBA does their post game thing yeah. in the championship, and and there's no moment there like that. It takes forever for anything organic and natural to sort of evolve into it. Yeah. It's really different, and I think it's neat to hear that perspective of how you guys are there, but you're really you're not oh. seen. And it's it does cool. not feel like you are at. It, it it's it feels like you are just at a championship of like a beer league game, and it, it's hard yeah. to explain that, but it honestly does. I mean, if you take the Stanley Cup out of it. You know, because I mean, it's the Stanley Cup, and there is that greatness of it. But the way people are acting towards you, and the way the feeling is on the ice with all the girlfriends and all the kids, and the one thing that I just absolutely love is that 
a lot of the kids of the players, you would like in the past they would always wear like you know you would see like you know O'Reilly like little kids with the little O'Reilly jerseys on or whatever. A lot of them now um, are making their own. Did you notice? Did you notice that there was a lot of handmade like like jean jackets with like people? I didn't notice that. No. Yeah, it was really cool. Like all these things, they they're making like their own thing for their father. Like it still would have like. No, I, I, you know what the thing was? I started seeing that last year because like for the the wives and girlfriends of some of the Marley players, you yeah. know, Sheldon, Sheldon Keefe's wife had a like a jean jacket with the name Keefe. Yeah, like a handmade thing, right? Yeah, and I know they're all they're all doing that now. I think that it's really it was. I love that. I think that yeah. that really was because it again it kind of like is like this is my dad's beer league. I mean, you can buy a hundred you know O'Reilly things that you could wear, sure. but it's not. But they're not, you know. Um, it was just incredible. I, I so much wish that like, you know, and there's no way of filming it to make it to get to kind of understand it. It's just because the one thing that it, it does strike you right away, because I mean, we've all been on the ice, you know, everybody's here has played hockey. But when you watch the game from above, like, you know, for the entire game or the entire series, when you walk onto the ice with all the people out there and the players, the ice feels incredibly tiny. It feels incredibly small. Like that's the first thing that you can't help yeah. but notice. It just hits you. You hear, feel that rest? Yeah, I agree. And, and the players are giant, of course, because they're oh, yeah. on skates and they're, you know, big guys as it is. But the ice feels small. Like you can walk from one side to the other in a, in a couple seconds, you know, and it's not like a big deal. But, you know, you just get this whole different perspective on it. Um, really, really neat. I don't know. I just I kind of wanted to like just just kind of mention that because I just think it, it just kind of struck me. I've done it before, but for some reason this year, I think and the Blues were such a, a humble group because they've been through so much. I think that played into it as well that they were just like – they were happy about. They were really happy. They didn't expect this. They just that this happened. No, no, they were they were happy. They definitely didn't expect it. They, you know, half of the guys would say that Benito was the reason, and then some would say he's a part of it, but it's a whole team effort. Like they feel like they have to say that, but yeah. they but they knew they knew what the real they knew that Bennington gave them that spark, and and they're they're appreciative of it because look, they had a good everything else yeah. about that team was good. That was yeah. the one thing we always looked at. No, and you know, from our perspective, but you know, and 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 uh, Matt just brought up in the chat room, Layla Anderson, um, with the cup was awesome. Yeah. I I got you know I got to talk to her for a second. I, I and this girl is like this tall, like you know, and especially yeah. now you imagine because she's already really short and small, but yeah. imagine like ice hockey players next to her on skates, like yeah. she just looks incredibly tiny. Colton, and, Colton Pareko got on his knees to hand her the cup. And, and he was still taller than her. Taller than her. <laughs> you know, like, it was incredible. Like you couldn't, it, and I was right next to that when that happened. Like, so like the coolest thing is like, you know, I'm like literally as far, far away as I am on my computer monitor when that happens. And, you know, that, that kind of stuff is just part of what makes the NHL incredible. Um, you know, it's just, is all these stories and all these little side stories and everything like that. And uh, yeah. it was, it was really neat. So, um, well, we got to we got to end, but Russ, Russ, um, you have some Michigan quotes real quick. Quote, the Flyers yeah. sent him out. They had a conference call. Uh, the first thing was he's like he said he was a little surprised, not totally shocked, but it caught me a little off guard. I knew once the NHL season was over, from now until the draft is typically when things happen. Not really shocked, a little surprised. That's basically saying he's shocked. Yeah, that is pretty much shocked. So that's so he was he was taken a little bit by surprise. That means he's shocked. So so there's that. Um, when asked about his, whether he'd be first or second pairing, he even said, look, am I number one guy right now? Probably not, but I think I could be a real good piece, a really good pair that could top, play top four or top two minutes if I had to. We'll see how the coaches want to use me. And then with Fletcher, he said that um, 
he would be a good partner for, for one of their young studs. So, like, it's what we thought. They woefully overpaid him. He says he's in shape and he's ready to go, and all that's great, but he's going to be 33. And when you hear these other things, you realize they've overpaid for him a lot. Yeah, I agree. They, um, they are definitely going to focus. This is, this is probably their, I mean, with the exception of maybe moving Gassespierre, um, I, I think their focus is going to be on the forwards from this. Well, point. I was going to say that—that that was the question. Does does this deal preclude now them trading another defenseman in another deal? I don't think it no. does because they went D for D. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And they—they really—they really just basically went parallel. They went sideways. Um, maybe with a guy who could, like you say, can maybe show Tudor a little bit better offensively. Well, but, he you know, said, "Look, I'm going to come to the, you know, I'm going to be on the ice early. I'm going to stay late. I'm going to be in a lot yeah. of room. Yeah, he's a good guy. Right? I don't mean to rip him at all. He's, he's a good guy. No, no. I mean to call him Scandinavian. He's from Minnesota. I think Minnesotans and Scandinavians are basically the same thing. Yeah. But um, you know. <laughs> guy, I would say, look, I, if you want something, it's not exactly comparable, but it's a little bit close. He's always been better defensively than someone like Shattenkirk. But look, the wheels came off Shattenkirk way earlier than we all thought." The wheels could be in the process of coming off of him right now. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 going to be the issue. I, I, I have I have a feeling like we're going to have a lot of, lot of stuff happening this weekend. Um, so yeah, uh, if something if, if things start going crazy, we'll look for us, okay? Because we'll we'll probably put out. We, we could Mike and I could do a quick show, or anybody around could do a quick show. You know, we could all get together at any point. Um, we could partner at least ten minute segments of three. Yeah, shows. something quick yeah. if we get to. Um, and, I would say I am not. This is not a weekend. For me at all, I am considered. I'm just going to be locked up in the office while my family enjoys a lovely weekend at the beach. So, I will be here and uh, getting everything together. And and because we are, we are so. It's just, it's nuts. This is definitely the shortest amount of time between the NHL Stanley Cup final and the draft we've ever seen. Um, it's always been at least two weeks. I mean, to not to have it under two weeks is just like. <laughs> Here's one more interesting thing. So Fletcher told me he was a player that they were looking at for a while now. Yeah. I mean, that, and they and they and they have been shopping Gudis for a while now. No, so. they have been, and yeah. uh, I mean, and, and I've never really been thrilled about it, honestly. I, I, I I'm, I'm just not convinced that they People don't realize how important Gudis is. In that yeah, world. they don't. And the, and and what Simmons was in that. I mean, they they have like well, Simmons is already gone, so we can't go with he's back. He's gone, but this but this this was not a strong locker room. Like this is not yeah. like this is not a locker room that can just take these guys out and not have effects. Like these, right? You know, both of them are. You know, very much they very much have an effect. Like Nolan Patrick is not yet a, like a leader in that locker room. Um, no, I'll tell you, the number two guy in that locker room is Voracek, and there's a better and for there's a but for better and or for worse with that as the case. Yes, and Voracek can you know it, it he goes up and down with his game, you know, and then yeah. and Giroux is a leader, but a quiet leader. He's a leader on the ice. He's not the kind of guy who's going to get out there and you know got ghost ghost has gotten a reputation of being a bit of a whiner lately. Like that's, that's like the latest thing you hear. Like, and you know, he was very positive when he first came in, but I think he's been kind of pissed off at the way things have gone. So now he's a little bit of, I think it had to do with the coaching. It didn't yeah, work. And, and, and the coaching not, did not work well for him. It didn't work well at all. And now, and it's not going to get easier with Terry you know, like, so it's like, I wonder how that, or, you know, it's going to be, how it's going to be for ghost, you know, it's, well, it's Russ, just a quick thing on the capitals. Do you think that, them trading Niskanen for Gudis. I mean, again, it's D for D. Do you think that means they bring they're bringing back Orpic for another year? Because I yeah, would, I, and that's the other. There's so there are two other things. I meant to say that earlier. Thank you for bringing that up. The two other things are they made a value judgment and decided 
since Niskanen's game has fallen yeah. off, Brooks Orpik is actually more valuable to us right now, which is kind of stunning. And and then even though they're saving cap space too, like we know that. Right. And the other one I just forgot. Yeah, but but if you advise time for guys like uh, Lucas Johansson and Alexia, yeah. you know, they're, they're prospects who may not be, you know, ready next year. They probably need another year or maybe another two years. And if they bring back Orpic, and yeah. I mean, right now they're they're spending big money on on Carlson, but the rest the rest of their defense. Or- I have to go, guys. I'm sorry, I really have to go. Um, no problem. Go ahead. Let's end it. You want to end it, guys? Remember that the buzz is just hockey. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Get ready. Keep stay stay tuned to Hockey Buzz. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.